This week's episode is brought to you by San Francisco. Do you want all the pretentiousness of Los Angeles, but all of the walking of New York? Well, in San Francisco, you can get both in one place. San Francisco. It's like New York, but it closes at 9 p.m. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nexus Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And I'm Jaime. And last week we asked, when is Jaime coming back on the podcast? Well, <laughs> well we've answered that question. It's now. Um, yay! Yay! Did it. Um, so, Senpai noticed me. Just, well, <laughs> you're noticed. Uh, well, th- this was your idea for the episode, and that episode is, uh, like, when you think of a clan, what are the units you think of? Or in a nutshell? Poster yep, children, right. whatever you want to say. There's like a million ways to say this. Yeah. Heroes in the half shell, <laughs> oysters on the half shell, something like that. Yeah. Sure. Um, I wanted to talk about this because you'd be surprised if you ask one person and ask another, you'll get slightly or drastic results, depending if they're like a competitive player, a casual player, or somebody that watches the anime, or all the above. So uh, that should I, be... There's, I think there's also, like, a pretty drastic difference to, like, where they put weight on. Like, if... Especially if the, like, if the anime and the, like, competitive card game put, like... I, let's use Dark Regulars as, as an example, because, like, this is one where the anime treats the clan much differently than the competitive environment. Mm-hmm. And so people who play competitively don't really care about the anime, like myself, will think of Dark Regulars and, and think of the cards that might be uh, from a more competitive standpoint. But the anime, is like, if they only watch the anime, the cards are going to think of are the ones that the characters play on the screen. Especially in yeah. the recent episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or, like, cards that were played by popular characters in the past. Oh, yeah. That's so, basically, in a nutshell, what you're saying is that if you were to walk up to somebody and be like, what do you think of when you play these clans? They'll be like, these three things. So, this is all subjective. Well, I think, uh, you know, maybe a more useful application was, like, people are deciding what clan to play. Like, here are the units that I think of when I think of this clan, and, like, if these units appeal to you, then you might be interested in the clan. Yeah. I guess this might be a more useful, uh, a useful activity. Yeah, that's true. Mm. <laughs> you can kind of get the aesthetic of it, too. Right. Yeah. Like, you get, like, a, a lot of the cards that you're, like, the first cards you're going to think of are going to be some mechanically related or have some incredible synergy with said mechanics or just be, like, you know, headliners of the entire clan. Yeah. At least that's what it is for me in my list. Oh, man, I, I, I'm totally uh, doing it wrong then. We're going to have very different lists. Um,. So there are yes, 24 are. clans. That's in... the fun thing about having four people. Yeah. So <laughs> there are 24 clans in the game. We we each took six of them, and uh, yeah. So why don't we just get started? Jaime, your episode, your idea. You, why don't you go first? Sure. So I'm gonna start out with Aquafors. <laughs> so Commander when Jaime. somebody, of course. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> um. So when somebody approaches me and. and Asks like, so what do you think of Aquaforce? Immediately, the first unit that comes to my mind is Tidal Assault. Uh, to a few people, it's known as Tidal Fucking Assault. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the reason is because some people hate dealing with Tidal. And um, 
title in in the sense of a rating is a good card and is still used in some decks now. A good example is Stavas, uh, and to some extent, some Blue Wave lists as well. I thought Blue Wave's just like I thought he was a four of no matter what you're playing. In yeah, well, all Blue Wave decks I've seen still play title at four. Yeah, yeah, and I would still play title <laughs> myself. Yeah, I've seen lists that play a pure Blue Wave lineup, and even with Maelstrom, they just pure Blue Storm lineup kind of thing. Ooh, but rough. I know, <laughs> but nonetheless. <laughs> Um, Taito's a good card, um, it does so much because it's synergetic with the clan because it gets you to the fourth battle, but now thanks to Alexandros, uh, you can take advantage of that power-up. <laughs> so, anything you guys want to say about Taito Assault? Yeah, Taito Assault is the, uh, is, like, basically the one card in my Sneak Peek Hall of Fame. Where's the uh, Sneak Peek Hall of Fame? Like, if you, if you, it's the only card in there. <laughs> It's actually the only card that I've ever seen in a sneak peek that was just, like, so stupid. Because, like, you know, you, you, ha- you have any other Aqua Force unit in your deck. Any, any other one. You're just like, I'm going to call, call title, and your opponent's like, well, this game's suddenly difficult. Because, like, most games, you don't even ride to grade three. Like, if you've ever played a sneak peek. Most people don't. You just sit on two because, you know, you have, like, one grade three in your deck. And uh, especially back in the old days when they didn't print very many common grade threes like they do now. Uh... And you just be like, all right, nine, 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 nine. You just can't guard that. <laughs> you have to, like, attack it. <laughs> and you only need, what, four damage in sneak peek? So you're just, like, already almost dead. Oh, wow. I didn't know they did four damage only. <laughs> yeah, it's not six. Because yeah. your deck's only, like, 25 or 30 cards or something. That, so, that like, you don't, yeah, so... You, don't, you don't even play the six damage. You just play, like, four. And so if title gets two in, <laughs> like, he's already, like, already right? halfway or... to defeat. Yeah, a lot of modern sneak peeks are kind of shit because a lot of the cards are GB locked, and there's like mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to get GB. Like I strode once in sneak peek, I think, and I, I didn't even do that. anything. It was like a vanilla a... like triple drive. Yeah. It was like GBT09. <laughs> I think I whenever I had a sneak peek, everyone was always desperately just being like, "Can we just please just play our normal decks instead?" Yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. Same here. Oh, but at the uh, the sneak peek for Cosmic Roar. And this is a little off topic, but it'll be a short story. I was playing, right. I played the Zeal Legion in my Sneak Peek deck, so I could Legion. To, like, <laughs> shuffle triggers back in my deck and oh my cards, God. so I don't deck out. That's and then funny. I tried to call me, like, you have to have the mate in your deck. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> my God. That's crazy. Yu-Gi-Oh players, man. Yu-Gi-Oh players. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should I go on to the second card, then? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Oh, sure. um, for me, the next card that comes to mind is Lambros himself. Um, Lambros. Back in GB2, um, GBT2, um, Lambros was the stride to go into for Aqua Force, and it got the nickname Lambroke for that very reason. <laughs> it was literally the strongest stride in the game when it came out. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, it's also one of the most expensive, which is the yeah, other reason why people call it Lambroke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You were broke after getting them. <laughs> it was like, what, $30, $40 when he came out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You needed four. It's like, ugh. And then, yeah. even over time, is like other, like, depending on what the deck was, you could drop them to two. And then it, after, you know, set 13, maybe uh, not even run them at all, but like, good lord, that guy is. I don't like, think anyone ever dropped him to two until this set. I think, yeah. Blue, no, Blue Wave players dropped him to two, I thought. Oh, yeah. I actually took him out. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Blue, yeah. 
Oh, I still had them in Blue Waves. I don't know, Carly Car- took out two. Fit all these. Uh, no, there's just so much stuff to shove in your deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot of strides who all need themselves to flip. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Of course, kind of has a tight G zone, but now with Alexandros, it somehow freed up space. Well, because you can <laughs> flip anything, so depending on what you're playing against, you can flip one thing or another. Well, that too, but it's also like a, a Lambros himself. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. An easier Lambros who gives more power. Oh, yeah. An earlier Lambros. Yep. That's it. Well, you can use Lampros first strike. You just won't gain the 10k power. Yeah, but who's going to exactly. do that, really? I've seen some first strike Lambroses. They're pretty. They're okay. I haven't seen them yeah. do it. I mean, I'd only do it if you were already at five damage. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, but but you, you you had to like open up godly for that to happen, and I don't <laughs> just just play ripples. <laughs> That's a good example, too. Who's your third? So, yeah, that's what I'd say. So, uh, the third card that comes to mind um, is Savas. Um, mainly because, like, he is the Giera card. And speaking of Savas, he has many forms, but I'm just going to say, in general, let's say, like, the grade three, it doesn't matter, grade four. But just Savas himself comes to my mind, and the deck itself, too. His so I think this still make. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. His strike skill still makes no sense to me. Like, what were they thinking? It's about the original one. Yeah, the one where like you you pick three things, your opponent retires one, and it's like why? Yeah, I think. Not really sh- I think they were going. I mean, that has always kind of been an aqua force thing. Retiring, yeah. anyways. That specific form of retire is weird. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Just for the record, like there might be some lumping in. Of, like, different forms. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at earlier. Like, for example, when we get to Kagero, we're not going to try and make <laughs> gajillion overlords. We're just going to say overlord, because that's, like... So many overlords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so, think we're up to 11 now. I think so. It's like, 9 or 11. Oh, boy. And then, like, all of them are grade 3 or 4, so... Yeah. Um, hmm. Let's see... And then, uh, just out of curiosity, what do you think of this, uh, the, the, the other grade three Thavis? The new one? Great. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> he lets you do your turns against control. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, when the clan booster came out, and it was before G-Guards, mm-hmm. we had no problem against Link Joker or Kagero at the time. And yeah, because it's Skyros. Right, that too. But as long as we could still do our like own turns, it, we would just beat them anyway. Yeah. But as soon as like G Garden happened, and especially cards like the Nanogriff, and we're just like crap. Now we have to worry about retirement and our own turn too. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. made it a lot harder. Well, resist force carries on. Yeah. The real keyword. And, yeah. yeah, like a card I use, and I use it now even more. is Saber Flow, and if they retire your Saber Flow, you're just not gonna get advantage. Yeah, but now with Alexandros and um, the new Thalas, you can do Saberflow much easier and have a, a big hand. Saberflow is a fun card. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's all I got for Aqua Force. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's see, Root Beer, why don't you go next? All right. Well, I guess I'll talk about Kagero because it's the easiest one. Oh, here we go. 
So the first one I got is Dragonic Overlord, duh. So I chose Overlord because he is the first grade 3 boss that Kagero had, and he's also the one that's carried over the longest into the G era, so I think he's always been at least close to the meta whenever he's gotten a new form, and then he's still the first thing everyone thinks of when people talk about Kagero. I agree. <laughs> yep. And there's also currently ten of them for Dragonic Overlord. No, Only so ten. It's ten, not eleven. Yeah. Are there really that many? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the original, the break ride, uh, the Destiny, Legend, yeah. Rebirth, Cross, <laughs> and Great, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's the cross, by the way, not the X. Screw that, it's the X. Yeah. Yeah, At least gonna, that's what I showed up. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to upgrade my phone. I'm going to get the iPhone cross. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a Japanese thing. They use the letter X whenever they mean cross. Oh. Well, then. I don't care if I'm wrong. <laughs> the Japanese card game. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyone else uh, have anything to weigh in about Overlord? Uh, I mean, what more do we need to say about Overlords? The... Yeah. <laughs> It's one of the like. He's just always around. Yeah. Also, yeah. It, it, I, I found out that if you search in YouTube "card fight Vanguard fights," the top wow. result is a Nexus Core video, and it's Overlord versus Blasters, like trial decks, like the Legend decks versus each <laughs> other. I'm like, oh my god! Isn't the most watched video on the channel? I think so. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So oh. the second card I had was Denial Griffin. Oh yeah. So spicy one. Yeah. The Denial Griffin was like the first of the second wave G guards after the Fighters Collection, and it was the first thing that directly interacted with the attacking unit on your opponent's turn. We had other things like this promo card for Narukami called I can't remember what it's called right now, but when you intercept with it you can counterblast and they ret- retire something that isn't attacking or boosting. And then I think Belog was already out before this, so we had ways to to interact with the opponent, but never the attacking unit directly in the middle of the battle. So Denial Griffin was the first card that got that. It's still commonly played in Kagero, and it's still something everyone has to think about and plan around whenever they're talking about the Kagero matchup, so... Yeah. Oh my god. Just... I remember when this card first came out, everyone was like, oh my god, it's the beginning of the end. I mean, it kind of was. Why do you say that? It hurt. I think two Guardians were, like, overly strong. Hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think it was just about Dino Griffin in general. I think it was just two Guardians and specifically. And also, just as the first card of its kind, it also sets a precedent. So I personally call anything that does similar skills to Denial Griffin, a Denial skill. Yeah. Like a Disruptor Seaguard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It makes the Vanguard community really confused what control is. <laughs> like, it re- has removal, it must be control. No, that's not, that's not how that works. I mean, the definition of control is it causes your opponent to play differently, right? Control is a game plan. Control is a game plan, not a, you know, a single interaction. A game plan? Yeah, like... In in magic terms, control decks generally play longer, more drawn out game plans in order to play very powerful cards that cannot be trumped easily. Right. So like in Vanguard, people aren't doing that very often. So which is why I don't mm-hmm. think there are really very many control decks in Vanguard. Yeah. 
I mean, Link Joker and I guess Mighty Colony. But well, Link Joker ha- is w- w- was one of the few claims that could kind of stop the attacks. Yeah, Mighty mm-hmm. Colony never really did that. It just pretends to. Yeah. And now Link Joker is getting worse at that, so that means they have to play more proactively, right? Yeah. So, not that. Game just does not reward you for stalling very much. Nope. I mean, you have to win the game by attacking in ninety-nine percent of cases. So. Yeah. For... And then, the last isn't any specific card. I just wrote some seal dragon thing because everyone keeps Stop. memeing this stupid <laughs> shitty sub clan every time there's Kagura support. Oh my Wait, fucking god! Every time somebody asks for seal dragon support, I want them to be deleted off the face of the planet. <laughs> I faced that recently in CFA, and I'm just like, oh yeah, these things do stuff for And then you crush them, and you're like, okay, we'll never say that again. You really mm-hmm. couldn't think <laughs> anything? It's like not even useful testing. Like... Blade Master, Dumb Jid, n- nothing, just every Seal Dragon. <laughs> some, some, <laughs> some Seal Dragon. You should get the Seal Dragon that unlocks. Every fucking god damn it. No, just one. He didn't mean every seal dragon. He just means some seal dragon. It doesn't matter which one. But not yeah, cross orgy, because right. people actually played that at one time. I, don't, I like the <laughs> idea of like all the seal dragons being named after fabrics. That was neat, but like, whatever. I think the only seal dragon that's actually played is the draw trigger. Like, if you want to play mm-hmm. multiple draws, you can play Gatling Claw plus that hey, one. Cross origin yeah. was played. Cross origin was which one? It was right, the one right. that counterblast one gain a crit. Oh yeah. No other effect. Yeah, and then the rest of the effect didn't matter because he didn't care. Because he didn't have a seal dragon heart. <laughs> yeah. But oh, you, you just you make just your opponent call a grade two. Yeah. And then if they have two or more grade two, they gain a crit. It's just like okay. But it's like a separate sentence, so like... What they needed to do was, like, with any strides or whatever that make you call things, make your opponent call things, they needed to negate the effect. But they never do. Right, yeah. You know? And yeah, I said seal dragons over, like, blade master and all that other crap because people actually talk about seal dragons. People talk about blade master too, I guess. (laughs) Not even dungeon? Blade master's... Blade master's dead, dude. That time has come and gone. Man, that was yeah. Blade Master is just always an Overlord Shadow. Yeah. He had Actually. his time in the sun. Yeah. And now he's gone. Yeah. But you not even think, Dumb uh, No. It's a free No, Dumb Jid sucks. He was a yeah, character on the show. Oh, whatever. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, make, gonna make the list. Card is unplayable. <laughs> I, I, if I met that guy, I would be like, you're an unplayable card. Get out of here. Dude, yeah, I would totally right. watch the show if, like, all of the characters actually knew how to play competitively. And so you had, like, but all didn't. the villains doing their, like, campy villainy shit, and then they were like, yeah, I'm just like, gonna... Like, playing ZTVs? Oh, God. Yeah, but he's, like, playing, like, actually good ZTVs. He's like, why can't I kill you? Because I know how to deck build. Call Hypnosis Sheep? Yeah. Call Hypnosis Sheep? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just end your turn with ten cards in your hand all the time. Yeah. All right. Is that all you have for Kagero? Yeah. So I'm going to start with a random one on my list. I guess Spike Brothers. Yeah. So the first one is Ooh. Rising Nova. So this is the headliner due to the clan. Yeah. He, uh, he does this even if he his skills like his GB2 skills like whatever like it's like the standard Spike Brothers shove a card from hand into soul thing call a guy. But uh, what's really important is that there's the units that are centered around him specifically Frog Raider. Oh yeah. Uh, 
which is a grade one 7K that whenever a unit with the charge ability is placed in front of him, well, whenever a unit is placed in front of him and that unit's charging, and you have a rising Vanguard, you can stand Frog Raider. But the idea is that uh, every single competitive or semi-competitive spikes deck at this point is going to be playing rising. Yeah. Yeah. High living proof. Uh uh, I when when he first came out, I was actually wondering like, is there a rising deck that's better than Bloody End? You know, the uh, the Break Ride Legion deck from Eris Past, and uh, I, I, that was when I first found Proof's video. I think about him doing the the shield math between a average Bloody End turn and an average uh, Miracle Ace turn, and I, it was pretty apparent to everyone that Miracle Ace was going to be the go to guy for the new stuff. Yeah, uh, and uh, it turned out that Miracle Ace was better, and then now. Uh, you can still kind of Miracle Ace, you kind of fake it, but the real important guy, so this is my second card on the list, is uh, Hateful Eight. Hell or not eight. Hateful Eight. Uh, whatever Hell Hard Eight. Hell Hard Eight. Sorry, I, I, I was thinking of the Quentin, never mind. Yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Hell Hard Eight is the other card. It basically just enables huge combo turns for Spike Brothers, and so if somebody w- were interested in Spike Brothers, I'd be like, check out this card. You're basically going to build a deck centered around, centered around activating, a.k.a. getting GB8, and playing out this card. I remember when, like, they first revealed this, and everyone was like, well, this is really good, but how are you going to get to GB8? And then Proof was like, challenge accepted. Well, (laughs) most people, I think, well, I guess minus uh, Facebook, uh, some Facebook groups, which will not be named, cough, cough, uh, were pretty... It was pretty clear that if you had access to things like Mecha Trainer or Conroe, that getting GBA is much easier than if you don't. Mm-hmm. But what was even better is that the unflipped G Guard from the Fire's Collection from Spike Brothers was quite quite good. Linus, right? Yeah, Linus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember his name, but we just call him Varsity Linus. Yeah. Uh, and then the the heel trigger was JB. If Linus. that card was a much worse G Guard, I think this deck would be hurt a lot more. Because you're just going to lose too many cards guarding otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... So, so yeah. My third card is Mecha Trainer, because the card is stupid. Yeah. So, Kagro all has Conroe, which was banned at one point, because it made, um... Novell too good. Novelle. B- back in, uh... Limit Break era. And then they unbanned him just recently. I guess, like, yeah. what, like six months ago or something? They, I don't remember. Yeah, they finally decided, you know... Novell was ages ago. We could probably get... Conroe back in play. Yeah, also Kagro was, like, nowhere near good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, they need a lot of help, and Conroe... Once Conroe's unbanned, it was clear that you'd be, you'd be playing Conroe. Especially yeah. the fact that it can... The deck is... Well, was when Blademaster first rose, uh, very heavily reliant on G-Guards, and so mm-hmm. you need a way to consistently get a heal. Well, when you, obtain, when you want to obtain GB8, finding a heal is extremely important. And not only finding one heal, but finding multiples. So, and, yeah, and he wasn't limited the, to one, so you could just run You just play as many Mecha Traders as possible, aka four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of de- decks cutting them down to three. Uh, seems loose to me, but whatever. I mean... I, I, I don't well, know the I assume living through now that the new Now that we have the new heals that you can bind them, counter charge, since it has Dudley in its name, you can use Jelly Beans to search it out instead of Mecha Trainer. That's disgusting. So... Yeah, <laughs> so that's why Proof has been testing out with less Mecha Trainers, as he's decided to use Jelly Beans to find the heals instead. I see. 
I mean, well, that's, that's pretty good. I'm surprised you didn't put Frog Raider. Like for a second, I thought Frog Raider was your second one, and it was just like a side note. But Is like, he playing any of the Dudley Grade Two? Uh, the uh, any of them, so you can make it a ride fixer as well. Oh, the ten uh, uh, K right? There's a ten K uh, Dudley Monty, yeah. and then there's a nine K yeah. Dudley Mason. That's quite good. Yeah, I think he was testing out with Monty. I don't remember his list right now, though. I think I, I think the ten K. Oh, okay. Look, the, the the point of this whole conversation is go watch Living Proof's channel because he doesn't have enough subs. <laughs> yeah, I, all the three of these cards that I think headline the clan are very related, and uh, although came yeah. out pretty wildly different eras. Yeah. Actually, he plays exactly, exactly their... one Monty. Oh, okay. So yeah, he does. That's exactly what I would do. <laughs> I'm wondering <laughs> if like the if there was like a, it's a wonderful life situation and Proof didn't exist, would Spike Brothers combos like this be as apparent? Yes, ja- the J- Japanese players, at least from my observations, love silly combo decks in Vanguard. Yeah, and will go out of the way to find them. <laughs> uh, like Japanese players figured out the uh, stupid uh, end of stage combo for Pell Moon, like the day the card was revealed. Oh, I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> All that, yeah. Yeah, they will find it regardless of if it's good or not. They just need to know. Which <laughs> version of Taken ever? I will look for you, I will find you, and I will meme you. Um, that will meme. Alright, so I guess it's my turn. Uh, I'll start with the the uh, the Deer Chronicle, which is arguably the nutshell of Vanguard itself at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting off, you have the, the not late and really great Chronojet Dragon G, or just Chronojet in general. Um, because why wouldn't you? Uh, this is, this was revealed as, like, how, like, how to stride in general for Vanguard, because this was the first G trial deck along with, uh, Neonector and Royals, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's also, you know, it's the main character's avatar card. I just did air quotes, but no one's gonna see that, because why would you? Um. I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, honestly, like, for a Strider still, both in his original form and, you know, in the second form, are very good. They're not, like, bad, they're not amazing, but they're just good. Like, put something on bottom or, you know, call a thing and then time leap it. And it was a ZTB, you know what, fine. It's just what it does. Uh, the second one, and this, I, I can hear salt pouring from wounds all across the world. Hetero round dragon. Yay. Uh, this was made literally to resolve a plot hole in the anime. Right? Sure was. Um, yeah, he needed to win against Demiurge. Yeah, yeah. De- Demiurge being a card that could stack 12 cards on top of your deck in any order, meaning that you can trigger whatever you want. So Chrono goes into this G-guard, which then takes a rear guard and puts it back and shuffles. Yeah. And then calls and the top Demiurge card. is only the way... It is because Crona needed to be able to beat it. Otherwise, it probably would have been like an instant win condition. Yeah, that's true. Like, what, like what would you? Yes. What do you? What do you mean? Like, what kind of instant win condition? Like Who knows? Like, if you have thirteen yeah. different zodiac time beats with different names, you win the game or something stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, probably something stupid like that. Actually, considering that there's that deleter stride where it's thirteen vanished deleted cards, mm-hmm. I can totally see that being the case. But what, I mean, what would be, like, 
it would be so easy to yeah. get yeah. uh, binded, yeah. though, because your opponent just can't deal with it. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, your Chronicle, like, at the beginning, it seemed like it was going to be a kind of board removal clan, and they switched it to Time Leap, which then didn't... Like, like they have that in there just because it's like a control element. And yes, I know this doesn't fit Matt's definition of control, but it... Fuck it. Like the second you just call, see them it, just call it what it is. It's a removal chain. spell. What? It's a re- just call it what it is. It's a removal spell. Like you just point out your opponent's unit and it goes away. Yeah. The worst thing is like with denial griffin, you're re- retiring the attacking unit, but this can guard one thing and spin another. Oh, that's the most filthy. Ridiculous <laughs> for sure. Um, and also like as a great nature player, I'm just glad that now we have another form of crayon tiger that I can give resist to. So I can screw this thing over because the amount of times I've had my crayon tiger spun is like way too much. No man, just make a hundred k unit that can't be that can, you know that uh, can't be targeted by any artifacts. Oh god, fuck that! So hard. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, you won't. Okay, is having next stage as my third one a cop out or no? No, it, it kind of is Chrono Jet, but not really. Like it's no? future Chrono Jet. Is that what Stride is? Where it's like the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? It's some kind of dumb shit like that. Next stage is my third one. Um, So next stage was, I wasn't it like yet another GR stride that had to flip itself, so it was already expensive from the get go. Storm Dominator Savas. Yeah. It wasn't expensive at first. It was until Mm -hmm. it got out of print. Yeah, that clan booster went out of print, and that card just started spiking. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Next like, stage was set four game. was when Chrono Jet finally started to get good, so next stage was a million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then and then they were like, "Wait a second, why are we why are we making these you know like low print run cards like very like make them flip themselves?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they decided that was a bad idea. With yeah. the... it only took them until G set seven, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the next stage was the first like restanding stride, right? Or um, no, no, they had the ace in set one. Oh, I believe there was. Wait, when? What, what G set was Murakumo? Three. Oh, I think it was Murakumo. Well, no, it doesn't matter. The ace was in set one. Right. Well, the ace. No, no the ace was a PR. It was a fighter's collection. Yes. Yeah. Well, the ace was the I'm first. Sure it was a GR in set one. No, there was the GR in set one was Chronos Command. That's true. The only GR in set one. Was I thought the ace was a five collection, and then it was a yeah, collection 2015. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but there was a Homer Raider anyway, so it doesn't that's matter. true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thunk it? How how many of them? Oh, Murakumo sitting at the not <laughs> top at all because that card sucks. Yeah. I will admit the stand trigger in that set uh, he done stroll is actually like is actually pretty good. That's true. It's just um Murkuma sucks. I was probably thinking about the cross in set one. Yes. Yeah. So it's not quite a stride. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a stride, but still overlord. Yeah, so I believe he might have been the second or third restanding stride. I mm-hmm. think the ace might have come out right before it, I don't remember. It was too long ago. And to the people out yeah. there who are like, oh, but it doesn't restand him, it restands the great three. Fuck you. 
cares? <laughs> oh, wait, no. It couldn't have been the first three standing. Sorry, I forgot Victoplasma. Oh, yeah. Right. What's in GBT01? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking of those in set I f- one. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, I forgot Nevergraph was a clan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, if man, I was doing the Gear Chronicle list, I would have just said Chrono Jet Melum and TikTok. I remember I was sitting here like, man, all these cards are just like Victoplasma. And it took me five more minutes to realize that Victoplasma <laughs> all these properties. I thought about Melum and TikTok, but like. The fact that like we've kind of moved away from them. With right, TVs right. has right. kind of made me change it. I agree with Carnage at G is number one. I think that is like the most important card right now. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. um, Hedder around. You know, he's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. Card does what it does. Does what it does. And Jaime, it's your turn again. Cool. Doing uh, Nubatama. So <laughs> the first, what's that? That's a clan. Yes. <laughs> Was that a question or a statement? <laughs> That was a question. <laughs> it was like right on the yes. line. Like... <laughs> okay, whatever. So yeah, Nubatamba. Uh, the first card that comes to mind now is Shiranui. Um, he is the break stride. And what comes to mind first is Orboro now, because Dominate has become such a more of a mainstream thing for Nubatama now, especially with a lot of players trying out Nubatama since the trial deck in the G set eleven. Yeah, and uh, it's a good card. Um, mm-hmm. It's a free on stride, dominate something, and attack any unit, and give it plus four too. And mm-hmm. then it has the Shiranui name for the other regards that require it too. I just like that you can just call things from drop, so that you have something to dominate. Like Bushrod thought ahead on this one. Yeah, I like that too. Where it's like you can dominate something for sure. Yeah. Although, especially against Grand Blue and. Yeah, although this is definitely something that I'm sick of explaining. Everybody out there, when the Shiranui Oboro makes you call a thing from drop zone, the opponent, meaning the original owner of that card, is still the owner, so they can do any on-call skills. It's not yours yet until you strike. Right. Do you understand? It does not say to call the unit and Wait, dominate. but, but I called it with my skill. It's your skill. <clears throat> but I called it with my skill, Atlas. Hard. You know what? <laughs> We've killed so him. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have a bit of a tie with two and three. Okay. Um, I think uh, if you guys remember Tamahagane, the bear... Oh, oh, yeah, that card's sweet as shit. Uh, yeah, the bear. The bear. <laughs> yeah. The bear. Um, the one that, uh, on call, buying something. Oh, yeah. I love that card. Yeah. And it was used since the beginning of time of Nubatama. <laughs> true. Well, and that's, that's not that's not true, but it's mostly true. I'll give it to you. I mean, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't show up till set 13, I thought. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah, Nubatama didn't even exist between. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, set 13 was the second set Nubatama got. Yeah. It was the only set they had where they had a deck. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. And that's the how words, I started it. In the words of Paul F. Tompkins, number one, with a bullet, the bear. <laughs> yeah, that bear is sweet. Uh, it, the bear is kind of annoying if, you know, if they don't have a starter that's like, um, that calls itself out. It's not a forerunner. 
Yeah. Because then you're like, no, they've countered my bear. <laughs> yeah, and if you pair it up with the uh, the original starter at Koroku, I think it's how you say it. Oh, and the, if it, uh, the fox the one you, Yeah, if you hit, you can sell blast one and kill something in the buying zone. Yeah. Actually, you kill two. You kill two things. Yeah. yeah. I've never killed two things. Yeah, that. And then, yeah, sweetest feeling. <laughs> and then, with, with After Image and the G Technical Booster, it was a way for you to rush early, and then you could put your units back into your hand with After Image so they couldn't attack it and deny you Counter Blasts. In the grade yes. one, whose name escapes me at this point, the on play, Counter Blast 1, if your opponent has three or more cards in hand, uh, they bind your cards in their hand, were the only ways to enable After Image, like, before stride. You talking about Fuki? Yeah. It's a it's an act, and um, it, Wait. yeah, it's three or more. Yeah, it, the there, it had a misprint that said three or less, which yeah. made it mm-hmm. really busted. And then uh, everyone was like, "No way, it's three or more." <laughs> Thank you, Bushi Road SEA. What? <laughs> I mean, what does SEA stand for again? Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that's why there are so many reprints. Uh, misprints, we get shitty Singlish translations. Yeah, people in yeah. Singapore can't speak any language well, so. Vaguely racist, but moving on. What's your third one? No, it's vaguely Singapore. Uh, <laughs> my third one <laughs> is uh, the stride. Uh, Sukumorokan? I think that's how you say it. Sukumorokan? or something? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The GR from the Reckless Rampage. Oh, yeah. This is the line all before, right? All but, all but, all but three or four? Which one? Four. Yeah. You keep four cards, bind the rest of your hand. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, he came out right before the G-Guards, I think, too. Yeah. So people were like, oh, shit. Probably one of their attacks is a guarantee on hit, basically. Because of the, the only thing to really guard with was like a PG and 10k triggers. Yeah. But now G-Guards have made it a lot easier to guard against. I mean, this, this was also combined with the original Shiranui, which was on stride. You make them... Is it bind a, it's bind a card on field and make them drop a card or something like that? Yeah. yeah. So they go they go down to four, to three, and then hopefully they die. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you had... Um, I think you could... Yeah, you do Fuki, too. Because it's the three yeah. or more. You could do Fuki once to... Get them down to two cards. <clears throat> yep. But you're and at a lot of counterblasts that to get them down. That's yeah. like you're, much you're basically spending all your counterblasts and hoping for an OTK. I mean, yep, it's a way to do it. Um, it's a good thing this thing's getting reprinted in GBT14 because uh, it's very expensive. It's like forty bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Something like that. It's one of those things where, like, if you can't and, afford it, it's not the worst thing in the world. But like, mm-hmm. it's really good. Nubatama is this weird clan so, like. like what? Uh, it's, like, <laughs> really popular because it has, like, ninja dragons, and everyone wants to feel cool. I don't know. I think it's the hand. And hand also, hand. it was this, so we, like, neglected clan, so ever, people kind of meme it, too. Right. Yeah, but I was gonna say, like, Nubatala is probably gonna go back to the discard play style, since anime writing, he's a good guy again. Wait, well, so... Dominate was just like an analog for the diff writing thing. That was it. Probably, surely not. Yeah. They just uh, can't make a pl- go back to that. Yeah, I think it was evil that, or something. Well, well, they did say they were supporting both After Image and Dominate. Yeah. In the set. 
and then we noticed the art with Shiranui. I think he has, he still has the third eye, mm-hmm. which is to dominate. Yeah. So maybe maybe he'll still dominate. I don't know. He'll dominate and discard. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Please Call call, me down. call That's probably what they need in order to be relevant. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Um, all right, what you got for us, Rupert? All right, uh, let's do Di. So the first thing I said was Enigmatic Assassin. Whew. Oh yeah. So that's the most obvious. When it first came out, it could be used as a 20k booster for Gilderize, which was still the only finisher Di had for a long time. So I think this is in the same set that. G- we got the second wave G-Guards, so... You know, G-Guard... They just came out with G-Guards, it became easier to guard Gilderize, and then immediately after, we got Enigmatic Assassin to make Gilderize hard to guard again. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Enigmatic Assassin. I like and that. And then, nowadays, we have the Demagogue Assassin loop, so you just turbocharge your deck, gain, like, plus 17 or something to your front row, at least, and then just pop out 37-plus K Assassins. Over and over again, and then your last attack is like a grade three Shar Hut that they can't guard zeros with. Ah, yeah, so great, so amazing. Oh, blade wings. Um, so what were you gonna say, Matt? Uh, it's so it's funny how fast the Fighters Collection 2017 made Gilderai go from automatic four of to you can play two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. There are just one card guards for like an assassin guild arise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like why? Mostly yeah. the Gear Chronicle one where you can just be like, alright, it's late in the game, fucking it's a you know fifty five K shield. Oh yeah, yeah. But also just like over the course of the game, gaining advantage has gotten easier, so G guarding twice is possible, or just having enough grade zeros to drop on Guild Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Although Especially if you miss the uh the assassin, the assassin turn, or the demagogue mm-hmm. turn. Although Gilderai is still on my list, and he was the second one, so no, he's your second one. Right. Yeah, Gilderai came out in GBT03, so for a very long time, he was the only finisher that Di had because this was before G guard. So as soon as I got to 15 soul, you were kind of shit out of luck. Yeah, and then it lasted up until uh, set 11 when we got. Blader Mouse and America got the Were Tiger Jaeger to make the enigmatic spam more consistent. Yeah. And then this was right after the Fighters Collection to make him obsolete. But I think because he was the main finisher for so long, I think people still associate the clan with him, so that's why I put him on my list. I can see that. Way to go, child murderer. And then the the last one I chose is Blade Wing Sullivan because of Blade Wings are currently the most relevant DI deck. That's fair. Yep. And then I think for a while it was the most relevant DI deck anyways because once G-Guard started coming out, I think Amon got weaker even though he still had the early rush potential and then whenever I was testing decks on Aerie and stuff, all I ever saw was Blade Wings. Yeah, because they're good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that plus 10k shield is very relevant for defense. Yeah, and even, like, it's easily, like, it remedied, I guess, by multi-attack decks, it's still good, like... Yeah, but I think around the time of that fighter's collection, high-power columns were still the meta, weren't they? They were, yeah. 
But I mean, like nowadays, oh, yeah, it's all I about multi attacks. But even then, like yeah. the fact that you can. Oh, well, that's the thing. Now the meta has shifted back towards like advantage gaining and high power columns. So I think Sullivan will be able to kind of last through this particular meta. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean like. There are so many iconic cards in DIs. There's like all the Sharhat stuff. There's Were Tiger Jaeger. There's Amon. There's Blader Mouse, etc. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So my my next one is what should I pick? I'm just gonna pick Nova Grappler or something. Okay. So uh, I chose these three things because one of them's kind of memey, but the rest of them the rest of them are more <laughs> legit. So the first one is favorite champ Victor. Okay. It's like basically the only thing that people think of when they think of Nova Grappler right now. They're like, oh, oh yeah, totally. that's the clan. That's the clan that like tries to set up favorite champ Victor and hope to win the game. And then, what else do they do? Oh, resand stuff. I like how it's not even like the whole Victor line just favorite champ. Like, right? Like, it, should, like, it doesn't because it doesn't matter what Victor you're on, really. Yeah. It just matters that you end up at favorite champ. Yeah. And you can use favorite champ in any. Uh, Nova Grappler deck, so you don't even have to use the Grade 3 Victor if you don't want to. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I don't really have much else to say. So. You just re- you restand <laughs> over and over. To the point where, hey. like, you know, Drive Minus 2 every time, but people would restand him anyway because it's still an attack. So you're like, hey, yeah, screw it. And more importantly, him restanding means you can keep going with the loop. The loop? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you have counter blasts and discards, you keep restanding him until you either run out of resources or they, they die. die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what's your second one? Oh, my second one's Cool Hank. Oh yeah, <laughs> this, this, this is like one of the one of my favorite cards because it has the stupidest name. Like, I mean, the card's like pretty good on its own. Like, as far as Amber clones go, and Amber clones are not that great anymore because yeah. there's a lot of uh, field commitment. Yep. But uh, this one, uh, this one has a cool name. Yeah. In fact, the coolest name is Cool Hank. I'm surprised it wasn't memed with like Hank Hill memes that are already flying around. You know? Well, God damn it, Bobby! Propane. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's my second one. And he he he's, he played a pretty vital role, and I think he still does. But yeah, you see uh, Dex from time to time. I think. Nowadays, people aren't using him as much because he needs a booster, so people are just using Aberrail instead. Makes sense. Well, that's fair. Aberrail's pretty good. And yeah. the last one and is... And then now Ashura. we have... Oh, I was saying, now we have a new grade 2 that does the same thing oh, without right. needing to be boosted, so... Carry well, on. My, my last one is Ashura Kaiser, because, uh... Man. This card... This, this card the anime played a whole lot of this card, and no one else did. <laughs> it makes you feel bad for the guy. Wait, what do you mean... Like, Kamui played him a lot or something? Or? No, Kamui played him at the very start. And then everyone decided that this card sucked. <laughs> this was like the, 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 the Nova Grappler guy. And they even gave him a new form. That also didn't matter. In fact, it was like the only card in that set that didn't matter. What was the set? <laughs> it was Champion of the Cosmos, the ones that had Blouse in it. Oh, yeah. One of the Triple R's was like the alternate, the, the Crossride Usher Kaiser. It just didn't matter. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> no, this is this is the standard when you drive check a grade three, do some bullshit yeah. that every clan mm-hmm. has. 
But this one is like more notable than the rest of them for whatever reason. Not really sure why. They they gave him another grade three and they gave him a stride and it still didn't do anything. What a shame. He's also he's also a Kaiser if that's important for any of your uh, uh, archetype support. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it could be extreme yeah. fight. Yeah, right. Oh <laughs> That'd be cool. What's that grade two for the Robos? Oh, uh, which grade two? Uh, the one that soul charges and counter charges when it's Jai oh, Bazooka? Jai Bazooka. So will yeah, that work? Think... And it counts uh, as a great three, doesn't it? I think it needs Die Kaiser. Not Die uh, Kaiser, yeah. Shame. Yeah. Huh, that'd be funny. Because it, so it actually... counts as a great three, too. Oh, yeah. That'd be so nice. But I think yeah. there's some uh, Narukami stuff that needs Kaisers. Yes. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> it's even more general. Because <laughs> I think Vermillion and his cross ride and all uh, that. No, it's right. both just Kaiser. Oh, they're both just Kaiser? Yeah, all right, so you can use Daibazuko with Vermillion on your Vanguard Circle. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Um, all right, my turn again. I'm, uh, I got Neo Nectar, which I'm sure I'm going to get this wrong. But. Uh, Starting off, I have uh, White Lily Musketeers Cecilia. So a little history lesson for you folks. Uh, Musketeers were kind of the only thing you could do in, like, the early, early days of of Neonectar, aside from, like, Arbor's Dragon, I guess. But uh, she was, like, their main grade three. And then, like, Musketeers got more support over time. But this is just kind of, like, the first one that people associate with the clan, I think. And she just got a new stride, so... She did, yes. And Musketeers got more support, and yeah. So nice. that's, that's coming out in uh, the Zoo Booster, so that's fun. Uh, not much to say about her, though, aside from just, like, yay history. Uh, second one, and this is what I meant when I said that I totally misconstrued what Jaime was talking about in Heyo Pineapple. Hey, <laughs> This card's amazing. Okay, so this okay. Uh Gabe to you know, listeners of the show have been around for a while. Gabe used to be a co host here. He Neo Nectars is his main clan. The reason he started playing the clan like permanently was because of Heyo Pineapple. <laughs> Heyo Pineapple's lit. Yeah. And then now, there's like, in the Zoo Booster, there's a stand trader that's a mango, and now he wants to make a deck that's completely fruits and vegetables. <laughs> and he's going to do it, so, yeah. So, hey, oh, pineapple. Like garbage. What? It sounds like it will be garbage. Oh, totally. But it's biodegradable, but, so. All right, but this card was <laughs> unique in the sense that, like, it, it counted your Vanguard for whatever reason. Yeah. And the rest of them didn't. Yeah. Like it needed four, uh, four or more neonectar units, or something, or three, or, three or more uh, other units, where the other ones need like three or more other rear guards. Yeah, it's like very strange. <laughs> hey yo, having a blast? That's the fucking flavor text. And he, he's listening to like an iPod. They they put an and he's got pineapple grenades. I don't understand. Um, okay. what do you need to understand? He's a pineapple. <laughs> And it's about as close yeah. as the Boucherot is going to get to smoke weed every day. So, that's good. <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, God. Is there, there going to be, like, a Kush one or something? Ooh, maybe. Oh, I, so, so, what's your third card? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come so on. What you is your third card? You have to ask Asha. 
duh. <laughs> oh, okay. So the third <laughs> okay. one's normal. Yeah, third one's normal, but like the 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 first two, I I had to make it kind of memey just because it. When I think of Neo Nectar, I think of Gabe, and when I think of Gabe, I think of memeing until my head explodes. So, yeah, um, Asha is like the main Strider, and basically, like, you know, she she has a really good new grade three, and I feel like there's some, there's a a contender in there after the Zoo Booster, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like that they made her blue. They they like changed the color over time. Neato. And that's about it. <laughs> All right. I made it to you. Oh, I'm nice. Yeah. Sweet. I'm going over Grand Blue. Oh, here we go. Um, that's your other big one. So what comes to mind first right away is Night Rose. Um, Night Rose is kind of like the waifu of Grand Blue. And also, it's the most competitive variant right now for Grand Blue. Mm-hmm. So, um, some people still play Night Rose here and there, but it has died down over the past couple of sets now. Um, I'm still once... seeing it topping in Japan like pretty consistently. I well, yeah. Rose. Sorry, I, I should have said. I have the new stride to work with too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we yeah. We, we, yeah. we we are getting that in English though. Yeah, it is confirmed now. It got confirmed yeah. at the time of recording this this morning, and I nearly painted the garage. <laughs> I like how everybody just knows what that means. Uh, sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, because like in GPT fourteen, they're gonna come as like promos or something like that. Harry and the yep. Night Rush. Yeah, yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of annoying yeah. how they're releasing those, but that's a separate discussion. Yeah. It hurts my wallet. That's all. It, it does. <laughs> my um. So the second. I said mine too. Nothing. Yeah. Was it Harry? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I got rid of Night Rose a long time ago, so I don't have to worry about this. I just have to worry about supporting Brave and probably Gastiel with the actual set. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, Night Rose is cool. Uh, yeah. My second choice um, is Gauch. Gauch. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. It was basically the stride that made Night Rose into an actual thing, because before GBT-08, it was pretty much 7Cs, the, the stride version. That was a fun was deck. I had a good time with that one. I still play here and there. I yeah. still have it. Yeah. How is it? Uh, it's It lacks the disruptive play that Night Rose is known for. Oh, yeah. And sometimes that can just make a difference in certain matchups. I bet. Yeah. But uh, with Gauche, pretty much Gauche is a staple in any Grand Blue deck because you can just massively call a field for one counterblast and a soul blast. It's a Pale Moon card, but better. Pretty much, yeah. And it gets power on top of it. Yeah. So, I remember that way you can save... Oh, I was just going to go on saying that that way you can save your counterblast for your battle phase so you yeah. can multi-attack. I remember when it came out in GBC 08, people were like, okay, this is fine, I guess, but it's not that good. And there was like $5... And then people started yeah. figuring it out, and we were like, oh. It's make it a field a while. then start attacking, because Nedrobone and everything else in between. Yep. So good. So good. good. I got you. <laughs> so, the third card 
is good old Shaggy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, I think when Grand Blue first came out, it was definitely a card that was played off because it was a selective mill from your deck. Yeah. So that way you can get those correct cards in your drop zone as soon as you can. But over time, it did lose its usefulness, and then eventually it came back yeah, um, with Seven Runner. Runner mainly. Yeah. Um, that way, people do play it in Night Rose too to get their combo pieces faster. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. And then certain other decks like Night Rose, uh, we're starting to play it more for that very reason too. Consistency and um, that first caption is very important. So Chappy mm-hmm. helps in getting the King Serpent. <laughs> yeah, uh, I it's also something you can do where you can call it back with the Fighters Collection G Guard if you were really needing a combo piece. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool too. Um, you could fetch. The one ofs in your deck too, because like right now, most Night Rose decks are playing like three C wall and one of the uh, regular PGs that can just perfect guard from anywhere. Wait, really? They're not doing the unflip PGs anymore? No. Why is that? Not as much anymore. Uh, Itchy. <laughs> uh, OTT. That makes sense. Okay. And um, then Drag Strider? That too. Wait, Drag Strider makes it so you can't use PGs. What do you care? Right, from hand. Can you use Seawall from not The hand? one normal PG they would oh. superior call from the drop zone with the Fighter's Collection G guard. Yeah. Oh, I knew that part. Yeah. It was just the Seawall oh. part. Oh. <clears throat> it was mainly... Seawall was for the recyclability against Ichi. Yeah. And then the other PG was for the Drag Strider cards and gotcha. whenever you needed a perfect guard with a G guard. I see. Okay. Yep. Um, actually, I have a fun story about Trappy. So, Grand Blue was my first clan. And uh, I, it became my first clan because of the flavor text on Chappie. Because I was like, his art's kind of stupid, but just the flavor text, yo ho ho, I'll take you along to hell. I'm like, yeah, it was okay. very creepy. <laughs> I'm on board, you know. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. So hooray, history times with Nexus at night. Um, That's what I got? <laughs> root beer again. Uh, I'll do Shadow Paladin. So, the first one I had was Phantom Blaster Dragon. So, he was the original grade 3 boss for Shadow Paladin, and every time he got a retrain, he would become meta. Wait. Yeah. Thinking about it. PBD, PBO. Phantom Blaster Abyss. Phantom Blaster Abyss. And And then Phantom Blaster Diablo. Damn, you're right. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's why he's on my list is he has OG credit for being the first boss, but also because every time he gets retrained he becomes meta. But that's something that not a lot of cards can boast. Mm-hmm. Every time you get a retrain you become meta. Thinking about it, I don't think there's any other cards that have that uh ability. Nobody? I don't know, was uh, was the Rebirth with the Dragonic Overlord Break Right meta at all? I or, re- oh wait, Rebirth with... No, what's no it Rebirth called? was never meta. Okay then, so Overlord cannot say that. Yeah, so hooray for them. Or him, I don't know. Yeah, and then the second one I chose was Aura Geyser because he was and still is the only first stride that matters for Shadow Paladin. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Fair enough. And then the last one is Luard, because 
He's the current grade three boss, and then for a while, once Luard got the Owl, the Wall Luard deck that could just draw a million cards and keep recycling every turn oh was God. meta. And then after it's, that started to fall off, people figured out the Grozny loop with Curse Eye Raven to prop him back up into the meta for a bit. And then once he started falling off again, he got Greg Strider, and then for a little bit he was doing okay before Link Joker killed him. Poor bastard can't catch a break. Happens. I I yeah. just lo- I just love so, his art. The like the mm-hmm. the one hand is a dragon and everything else isn't. And then every mm-hmm. time you see him, he he he's got more dragon parts on him. Yeah, Greg Driver is an awful card, though. Always has been. Yep. I would sure. say always will be, but I've been kicked in the nuts with that before. So. <laughs> Matt, it's your turn. Alright, so I'm going to pick Angel Feather next, because why not? Uh, the first card is a uh, Doctoid Referus, because this is like the only card that matters in this entire clan. Uh, it's, it's like a counter charge, gain a bunch of power, do a bunch of other stuff, put a bunch of stands in your deck, you know, whatever you want to do. Responsible for a loop by itself, done. Yeah, it, it was responsible for a loop by itself with Nurse of Broken Heart. And it got it got restricted to one because no one wanted to sit sit around through the loop. Even though the loop is not super OP, people just don't want to sit through that shit. Yeah. So Bushido was like, "All right, get out of here." I mean, there's a a Neonector one, but nobody plays Neonector. So it's yeah. And oh, that did get banned in Japan too. It just never reached America because we were too oh, stupid to figure it out. Well, also, just mm-hmm. no one plays. Yeah, and also because no one plays it here. Yeah. Yeah. So this loop with maidens of no damage. Yeah. So this doctor done for us. Think you got mm-hmm. something to say, Jaime, about this one? Uh, no. I was just saying if it was like the Neo Nectar one. Oh. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah, it was Elizabeth, right? Hmm. Yeah, Elizabeth was the Neo Nectar stand. No, I mean, like maybe I should have put that as one of the things, but guess not. Too late. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Too late to go back now. Too late. Almost halfway nice. done. All right. So the other one is a uh, no seal, something, some no seal. Mm-hmm. Pick, pick your favorite. Doesn't matter. The grade one, sure. Uh, mostly because I feel like I, all the no seals though. Yeah, I, well, I, maybe I not the grade two, but the grade three and the grade one. Somehow sure. this still might be the best for a stride in the clan. It's the no seal grade four, but uh, you know, never mm-hmm. mind. Uh, <laughs> but the reason I say no seal is because this was like the best deck for like a really long time. It was so fast, gained so much advantage, and, like, didn't need to wait to gain advantage. Why? Because you could just do it on grade 3 ride, and then just start... Yeah. You just, yeah, you just start doing stuff. Yeah. I, I think that's that. I think No Seal is... It, it's my personal favorite of the grade 3s. The and other one is... I uh, think it's still the only meta Angel Feather deck, because I think when Angel Feather was topping right after set 13, it was all No Seals. Was it? That's funny. Wait, Angel Feather was topping after set 13 in Japan? I think a, it either, like, placed into top 8 or, like, top a little bit. I don't remember, but either way, it was all no CLs, I think. Neato. Jesus. Um, what's your third one? Uh, my third one is just Gavril. Uh, some, one of them, probably the Stride. I don't really care. 
I would have put uh, Broken Heart over no, over Gabriel. I'm honestly. not even sure how important Broken Heart is going to be in the future, so I was like, I'm just going to pick Gabriel. Because, well, Nurse of Broken Heart kind of just I gives you the idea of what the clan is doing, but Gabriel mm-hmm. is really just about, well, here's the rescue mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. You want to do this a lot. Because this mechanic is, like, pretty good, it, and the Gavril Stride has one of the, what they're not printing anymore, Battle Phase Rescues. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the point. But yeah, I, 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 I agree that I, it probably should be. <laughs> but that's not what I put it as. And uh, when I think of Angels, I just think of Broken Heart, because you put that in pretty much every single build, no matter what it is. I think... The rescue build doesn't use Broken Heart anymore. I think Nocio really? will still use it. Oh my god, I didn't know that they just took that out. That's so crazy. I don't know. I haven't actually looked at any rescue builds because no one has talked with any of them. Touche. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Angel Fire is pretty weak right now. So. Yeah. yeah. But the, the main... One, if you look at those cards, like you get an idea of what the deck wants to do. You want to be mm-hmm. gamma swapping a lot. You want to be turning that into power or turning it into additional triggers somehow. Angel Feather's the new OTT who's with me. Angel Feather's pretty bad. Mm. I'm not sure if they're the worst. Mercumo still exists. Yeah. yeah. I never said I mean, they can off. get top 8 in tournaments which, with no CL at least, so that means they're not horrible, yeah. but... True. Yeah, Tier Zoo should just do a fucking episode on us, on Vanguard. <laughs> be the worst Tier Zoo episode ever. Everyone would be like, why? I like Tier Zoo. Anyway, uh, Mega Colony, because, again, I don't care much about Mega Colony, but the first one is uh, Dark Face, and I'm lumping in Dark Face Redora on top of that. So, Fine. yeah. Uh, because they all share the name, and uh, that's it's just the face of the clan, and literally, like, two of the characters both play Dark Face cards. So also literally are those cards because diff writing. Um, I always liked Dark Face's GB2 of the Soul Blast 2 rest something when something gets played. I wish they capitalized on that more so that you could like play this weird control game of like, oh, you call something, that's not attacking this turn. And then I can stun it over and over. But they didn't really do much with it. Um, right. is kind of neat that you can like absorb a counter blast, I guess you could call it. And that's the first card in the game to do something like that, where you can literally mess with counterblast like that. There yeah. are cards that can artificially give you damage, but not take away a counterblast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they did absolutely nothing with it. Oh, with, uh, yeah. I mean... But, but, like, a bunch of the support relies on your opponent's damage being face down, but they only gave you Gridora to do it. Yeah. I think we could, I think it's like another thing with Nubatama. Like Nubatama, they were afraid to like do a lot of the discarding stuff, and I think they're afraid to like mess with your resources. Um, yeah, like the only thing, the only resource, quote unquote, that they're okay with messing with is the drop zone, and even then, not that much. So, yeah. Uh, second one, Machining Destroyer, because this was super funny when it first came out, because people didn't really know how to play against it, which is like, okay, you can stun your vanguard. And then that was, that came with, wait, if I stride, it comes in rested? No! It, you know. Mm-hmm. Insert, oh my god, meme. Uh, it, it did need, uh, you know, four 
cards on the board, which is hard to maintain, which is also why you don't see it much. But it was definitely scary at the the time of coming out. Um, and then lastly, and uh, is Obterandus because of the wonderful nickname that I gave him that I'm surprised caught on, even if it's just a little bit, Amadeus. I'm uh, close. Shut up. Oh, 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 Amadeus. Yeah. So you, you can't call cards next turn. And uh, I don't know. Like, this thing was probably the worst of the GRs from that tech booster, mm-hmm. I think. But, you know, if you... A lot of Mega Colony, for the, like, at the time, just seems to be like, if you know how to play against it, it's not a problem. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that, at the time, Mega Colony couldn't put on any pressure, so... Yeah. You're paying two counter blasts and losing a card from your hand to make your opponent do nothing, but you're also doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, I'm Tyrandus. We hardly knew ye. Are people even still going to play him now that Gridora... Probably as a one-of, like... It's more usable now because they can actually make columns that matter. Oh. But, like, it's still kind of a nothing turn, oh. and you lose advantage by doing it. Maybe it's like a get-off-of-me card, like a like a Wailing Thavis or a, um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but those still put pressure on your opponent by having a guard restrict. True that, and it, and it blows their board up. Um, yep. It, yeah. So, Mega Colony... You know what? During our Q and A, we ha- we had a question that we missed during the thing proper, which I addressed in the sponsorship thing about uh, like when it, when is one of us at Nexus Core going to play Mega Colony? We don't, and we probably won't because it's just not our thing. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, we have a Patreon. If you want to go support us on there, we'll like we'll consider building it for your entertainment. But like, it's just not a thing we care about. So. Yeah. yeah, if we could ever set up Skype fights, I might have Mega Colony just randomly because I have almost everything. Really? If they maybe if they get a, a system like that wasn't as shit as CFA to play Vanguard on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. CFA is basically unplayable. I mean, yeah. Back to you, Jaime. <laughs> Fucking news or something. Better than cable. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got now. But anyway, um, Genesis. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, I think over the past year or two, the face of Genesis pretty much shifted to Wiseman. <laughs> I mean, once they figured so, it out, like, everything released after it was like, yeah, that's cool and everything, but it can't attack 14 times in a turn, can you? Like, <laughs> right. And it, it's ridiculous, because this card was useless when it came out, basically, and all of a sudden, this card just became pretty busted. Yeah. So Wiseman is your first one? Yes. And because, you know, I think because it's such a made a big impact in the meta, and it still does in the OCG, um, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, that's because, uh, well, they have a Refros, or not, not Refros, fucking Head around. Head around. Head around at one. So you can set up double Wiseman turns, and then Gears is just like, oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> Gears have, stopped, have been topping less recently, and Overlord is in the meta now. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think ZTB though is a little faster than uh, Overlord still, so they might not have the right cards when they need it. Except for maybe if they they get it right away with Conro, but I mean, once you get the first Denial Griffin, are they gonna have the second one on time? Yeah, I, I, well, I, I mean the second they flip like, over, they, uh, <clears throat> they have the ability or... to rush faster too with Purge because 
free damage with triggers nullified, you're probably going to be pushed to four damage really quickly, and then they have big columns to scare you with. Yeah. I mean, like, but, like, the second that, like, the opponent flips over Taro or, you know, Lading or whatever their starter is, you, in your head, as a Kagero player, you should be going, okay, searching heal trigger now. Like... <laughs> exactly. And that leads into my second card, uh, Taro. Of course. <laughs> um, Taro's a sand trigger with revelation on it, but the, the good skill is that it's when it's so blasted, it'll restand one of your units, so you use it to abuse Wiseman to attack so many times. It seems so and innocent, doesn't it? Like, oh, it's it, a stand it trigger that works as a stand trigger, but not in trigger zone. Okay, that's yeah, cool. Like, yeah, and she's just like waking up, too. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah. What's yeah, that? I'm, I'm going to destroy the meta? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, um, Tower is basically used in most, um, Genesis variants, too. Yeah, even in, um, I mean, like, less so in Amaruda. Uh, a friend of mine went to uh, the, the Anaheim Regional with, like, Amaruda Wiseman for some reason. And he did all right. He went, uh, I think he went, he went five and two. So, you know, that's pretty, it's pretty good. He made it to day two. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, how uh, timing works in Vanguard where we were able to loophole Wiseman. Yeah, the attack still goes through. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, if it restands mid thing. Mm-hmm. And then and, Wiseman yeah. is the only card that could soul blast on attack, so that's what made it so crazy. Well, that's that's true, but it it doesn't have like a once per turn clause like the uh, Great Two um, that works with Enrare. Yul Boulder. Yeah, yeah, Yul. Yeah. Um, who's your third? Uh, my third is Fenrir himself. Oh, um, the break side. I think with the Wiseman deck, uh, Fenrir himself is just a really good uh, engine for a Genesis deck in general because you try you soul charge three immediately for free, and then when you soul blast, you get to call anything from your soul. So you're actually using your soul as another place to grab your resources. Yeah, yeah, it's very useful. And then, and then of uh, course you uh, are. Does running Fenrir? really make that big of a difference for Wiseman, or is it just because you get a soul charge off of it that it matters? Uh, well, for one, if you soul charge your Wiseman, you can soul blast him out and have him. Gotcha. Yes. That's another thing. Yeah. Because with Revelation, if you see a Wiseman, you're more than likely going to soul charge it, so you can just grab it later. Yep. Mm. And then there is also the Fenverse Stride, which is what helps to enable the Wiseman turns in the first place. Yeah, to make him even more beefier and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I got for um, Genesis. <laughs> Alright. Let's do Narukami. So, the first one I have is Dragonic Descendant. So, Ooh, Descendant was... I think one of the first Limit Break units in the lip, in the Break Ride era, so... He was a restander where if it did not hit, you could discard three, restand, and he gains a crit. So, because everyone wanted to be at four damage during limit break, if they guarded it, he'll restand, and then, because most decks also couldn't gain advantage very well, you were just kind of shit out of luck. And then, if you couldn't guard it at all, you just kind of pray you don't check crit. Yeah, that that was, that was the first, like, instance of just hoping for the best. You're like, I'm at mm-hmm. four. 
Fuck it. And then, more recently, Descendant is still being supported, so... Yeah. Technically, he's relevant because he exists. Like, he's become kind of a meme rush deck because he can't function as anything else, but... I mean, you still use uh, Descendant Sigma in... Vanquisher, mm-hmm. too. So yeah, so at the very least, he's a decent rear guard. Gone, but not forgotten. And then the second one I got was Vanquisher, so he is weirdly popular in America despite his medium performance. I wonder why he's popular in Asia, too. Yeah, and then he's the break stride, the main boss for the G era, so. He's pr- probably still going to be relevant, assuming they don't radically change mechanics again with the new TV series. I hope not. And then the last one is Dungaree, because Nexus Core made it a meme. Oh, there it is. Oh. Okay, so, so <laughs> at the beginning we were like, uh, Jaime asked if he, he used Dungaree, and Ruby's like, we'll have to wait for it, and of course he went the meme route, because... I, said we <laughs> I, I, to could, wait I just couldn't think of a third thing. Yeah. I was going to say Sweet Command originally, because that's also a deck, but... Nah. <laughs> like, how can you not... Like, for God's sake, his name means Pants. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> All hail Pants Dragon. I don't even know where the meme came from, and I'm part of Next... Like, we're <laughs> just like... It's just... Like, uh, wasn't it when it. you and Richard made that video about Dungaree being the best deck ever? No, it wasn't even... No, it, it had to have been before that, right? Because otherwise, why pick Dungaree? Yeah. No, because it, Miles was involved. It was, it was Miles and Jose. Jose is yeah. the, the big Narakami guy, so he's mm-hmm. like it's like his thing. Like he has mm-hmm. he has a mat that Richard custom made him with Dungaree on it. <laughs> which you can find on Inked Play Mad Gaming and I'll put the link for that in the description. But uh let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, it, it's your turn again. Alright, I guess I'm gonna pick Tachi Kaze or something. I like Tachi Kaze. So, number one, I pick Gaia Emperor. Basically, without Gaia Emperor, the grade three from uh, that one set. Technical Booster. Reckless Rampage, yeah, Technical Booster one. The deck cannot function. Yep. Like, the deck is so reliant on his stride skill to, like, not minus with everything they do. Uh, Without him, just, it wouldn't even be a deck. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! I uh, interesting story. I was playing against my friends, the leaders, with Tachikaze the other day. Oh my god! It is such an uphill climb. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. he kill, he kills your stride skill when when they delete you. So I'm just like, what am I doing? Like I was basically just spamming tank mammoths and stuff, like trying to survive. It was you have to like make some tank mammoth shenanigans happen. Yeah, try to keep Chimera around for like some relevant period of time. And then you just dogma, just discarding five cards, basically. Yeah, no, it, it was, um, also Diablo Cannon helped a lot, the one where you drop a card and he calls himself back. Uh-huh. Um, so, so that helped. But yeah, it, it, it was, it, I think we, you could make an argument that it's the best break stride in the game. It, it's definitely the most important to that claim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's definitely true. Uh, so my second one is Gluttony Dogma. Oh, yeah. Uh. This was a pretty late restander in the cycle of restanders for Tachikaze. But I think this ended up being one of the best restanders in the game. Not just because it was a pretty free-ish restander, but because the extra 10k it got ended up mattering a lot more post-G-guards than it did pre-G-guards. Yeah. Like, when everyone starts having it as 25k guards, you know, when your Vanguard's 36, it's a big difference from 26. 
That's mm-hmm. true. Oh, yeah. So I think that ended up being a really, really large difference. That yeah. I, I, I think what a lot of other resanders didn't have, like Victoplasma, Homer, Raider, etc. Um, I mean, also I think within the context of the deck, because you could knob on things and then spit them back up, you were able to keep multi-attacking with Dogma while he was still doing his thing. Yeah. Because you were getting, at the least, two cards back, which... Mm-hmm. You know, when you eat five, that's minus five. Um, and then you get, you know, the twin drive. That's breaking even, I think. Yeah. 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 And the last card I have is Tank Mammoth. Of course. It's a grade two 8K for whatever. But Mammoth's uh, 8K. All right, that's, that's, that's great. But uh, <laughs> the real point is that this guy, he's not GB, so he can just always just end up in your hand again. Or just always just end up in play. Like, you can do crazy grade 2 stuff with this guy. He turns into 11k, so he's hitting, like, with no boost. He just does everything. Yeah. It is, I think, the single most important rearguard that it has. Like, turns are drastically different when you have a take mammoth than when you don't. So he's kind of like title assault for Tachikaze. Totally. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Except he needs a counter blast and a soul blast because Bouchard hates us. That's true. If they made this thing in SP, I would totally get it. Um, shiny, shiny, yeah. I mean, like, I see a lot of like I see a lot of players' decks where they're, they're running like two. I'm like, are you off your nut? No. It, at the very least, it's three, and you better have a good reason if it's at three. Wait, what? Why are you playing only three? Exactly. Like, what? I'm not playing three. I'm just saying. You hate winning games. Is that what? Yeah. (laughs) Tank Mammoth is Bay. I have him at four. So I'm trying to be fair. (laughs) To be fair, dot dot dot. Please, I I can't even admit to. I I don't want to talk about that show anymore. Yeah. I just pretend I know nothing about it. Um. Oh man, I can't wait for set thirteen just so I can legally be doing Tachikaze stuff. Uh, I still need to order shit for set 13 so I can do all my Aqua Force shit. Oh, yeah, I bet. All right. It's time for Royal Paladin. Um, so, starting off, the master of abs himself, Altmile. Uh, not only is it the Break Strider, he's got sick-ass abs, which his first art doesn't really convey, because he's, like, facing off to the side. Why is he facing off to the side, man? Should show it off, or whatever. Alright. I mean, the... I just like the... the, like, aesthetic of it all, where they... they it shifted from, like, straight-up knights and armor to this kind of, like, Middle Eastern aesthetic, and it started with All Mile, so... I think it's neat. Um, second right. one, it's the freaking nutshell of the game of Vanguard, Blaster Blade. What does that card do? I don't... Something about retiring when it's played, but it's also got like a crazy crit trigger that restands it, and a grade two that searches it out, and a grade one that can unflip when it's when blaster blades called in front of it. Something inconsequential that I'm not thinking of. All right, give it twenty five. I just like that. Like Boucherode would never quite let this card die. First, they like put Royal Paladins off to the side for a while when they were developing golds and they made him a gold paladin. And then yep. they made seekers, made him a royal paladin again, 
and then they just went back to supporting plain old Blaster Blade in the G era. Like, it just, it wouldn't go away. Um, yeah. And then my third one, and I actually have a tie for this. It's either Sanctuary Guard Dragon or Jewel Knight Sword Me. Um, Sanctuary Guard, because it, it was the premier Royal Paladin deck for such a long time, and then Sword Me because it helped make Sanctuary Guard Dragon the premier Royal Paladin deck for such a long time. Which yep. one? Which one do you think is more deserving? I think Sank Guard because he was able to survive longer than Sword Me thanks to the Blaster Engine. He got got it, got me right there. Um, I mean, Sanctuary Guard's pretty much gone by this point, right? Yeah, because the Blaster Engine, the pure Blaster deck is just better than it. Does almost the same thing, but has better advantage, so you don't die. True that. Well, you don't like failing and just dying immediately. I mean, like, so, but Sword Me was such a, an important card for such a long time, and to the point where when it got inevitably hit by Bushiro, they didn't ban it completely or put it at one. They made it, they put, like, a very special stipulation in place, which I've never seen anything before or since, where you can only run him if all of your grade threes are Jewel Knights, and that's amazing, because it's a great card, but not super broken, so they just made it easier for Jewel Knights to do Jewel Knights. I think stuff. part of it is because he's a Legion mate for something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I, I thought the restriction was you couldn't have a grade 3 that didn't have a Jewel Knight. So there was, like, a grade 2 uh, Jewel Knight deck that did play Sword Me. But yeah. I had no grade Right? Yeah. Uh, if you have no grade 3s, all of your grade 3s are Jewel Knights. He's got a point there. Really? Even though you had no grade threes, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. All okay. zero of my grade threes are are jewel knights. <laughs> you could just I say think, that. That's wait, that's insane. Actually, I think they said if you have a if you don't have a grade. No, no, it, it, no. It's uh, you can play zero grade threes and play sword me. You can do that. Let me see what the specific restriction is. No, remember the list in Singapore? Yeah, <laughs> there was a list in Singapore that had zero grade. Yeah, threes I know. Playing four sword yeah. me. Yeah, I'm yeah, just trying to uh, look up the specific wording so I can it's, figure it's, out what the correct excuse right, is. Let, let me give you guys a basic course in logic right now. Okay. So, if you have a set with nothing in it, like let's uh, say you have a box and it's an empty box, right? You can say things like, every peanut in this box is red. Right? They're nothing mm -hmm. in the box. So, yes, every single peanut that's in this box is red, but there are no peanuts. Or there's no the, the the cat inside the box is dead, mm -hmm. and also no, dead. No, don't, don't even bring that up. Like, it's just that like if I show you an empty parking lot and I say every car in this parking lot is green, you're like that's true. Yeah. But there are no cars in that parking lot, right? It's also true that every car in my parking lot is not green. Yeah. So when you have zero grade threes in your deck, you can say all of my grade threes have jewel knight in the name, and you're like, yep, all your grade threes have jewel knight in the name, every single one, all zero. Yep. Ugh, God. Can't believe we got into a semantics argument. Moving on. It's not. It's not. It's just that's literally how logic works. Yep. So going to gold paladins, <laughs> right? So when people mention gold paladins to me, the first thing that comes to my mind is prominent slayer. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, I, I, I just is. love the aesthetic of bluish flames. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people and, are constantly demanding liberator support, so that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and liberators they get some support, but I I agree with Matt with generic support being much more easier to 
it's better because you can have more options too. You're not restricted to like a sub clan name, in that kind of sense. Yeah. Mhm. Especially for strides, like. Yeah. Like I know a lot of the bluish flame stuff, like checks for names, so they they're forced to follow it if they want to print yeah. like rear guards. The main deck. But, yeah. Yeah, but there's zero reason to create bluish flame strike at this point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Glare is, is still a good Legion, where he has the guard restriction and the crit. You just need to get a, a big-ass number out of him so you can hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing kind of like scary Yoko. in Legion era, I hear. What's that? That thing was really scary in Legion era, I hear. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Legion era was have a guard restrict or a restander to win. Pretty much. It was like Glare, Idrisil, um the Great, and uh, Abyss. And uh, Minerva. Or Thingsaver. Not Yggdrasil. Yeah, he made Yggdrasil. I was saying Thingsaver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Thingsaver. Because Royals had that too. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Uh, well, the, there was a... For a brief period of time, there was Bloody End. But that was for a different reason. Yeah. Bloody Ogle. <laughs> yeah. That, that was quite the deck. Man, and then, still um, didn't know how to play against that deck. Like, years after the deck came out, I was like, what? What does this do? Quit giving me it just keeps up. They just put you in a limit break, like, like it's like a normal game. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, kill you? <laughs> so then the next card that I was thinking was uh, Aggro Veil. Like, off Liberate Aggro Veil from the, um, the same Legion deck, so from Bluish Flames. And it's also used in, like, generic like Liberators, because what it does is you call it in kind of less and check top three for Liberator and call it, and so that's very useful in the early game. Um, so Garmore also uses that right now, too. Is it, it, it's just, like, it's so simple. It's just, I call it, I get another thing, right? Yep. You can get another attacker, a booster, and um, if you get, like... Josephus, the great one, mm-hmm. you can soul blast to draw a card, so it kind of becomes like the Venom uh, Marin combo. Nice. Yeah. So that's why I had him. And he has a good art in uh, the Legion Rare. <laughs> yeah, all Legion Rares have good art. There's like the gold border and stuff. Oh, he also had an alternate art change in the Legion Rare. Oh. Rarity. Yeah. Pretty cool. And now they're hard to find because it hasn't been reprinted at all. I bet. And then uh, the third card that comes to my mind is uh, Grigowit, um, mainly because it's the break strider of the clan now. Yeah. And um, Tayo is still in the anime, and he's for some reason kind of like a, yeah, like a side main character because of Chrono and the um, the under twenty they had. So I don't know. He, like honestly, even seeing Gurgit, the art, I just imagine Tayo's like it looks like Vincent Adultman found some armor, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Vincent Adult. <laughs> <laughs> I work at the business factory. What? <laughs> I work at the business factory. <laughs> so I'm gonna really make business. I'm gonna call them units from the deck. <laughs> <laughs> and conduct business. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I got for golds. All right, pretty good. Right. Pretty good set of stuff. I'm surprised Ezel wasn't on there, but I guess you can only have three, right? Yeah, so, I would have put Kevin yeah. Oliver to drive a point home. But that, that is an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe he, 
And fucking Tyo. God, Tyo's a shit player. <laughs> Alright, so... I, I would totally watch a version of that scene mm-hmm. where it, it's like them having that conversation and then Matt just walks in the store like, bullshit! Like, you're never even going to play that card. You're never going to trigger it or draw it. Just don't even put it in your deck. <laughs> okay, sorry. Rootbeard, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, let's do Bermuda Triangle. So, the first card I had was Olivia, because <clears throat> in terms of the generic clan, I think she's still the only real stride that you could use to put pressure on your opponent. Which is really, really sad for Bermuda Triangle, but thumbs the brakes. <laughs> it's still a good stride, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, decent, but I think the meta has moved so far past it that we really need something better. No, yeah. I mean, it enables multi-attack, at least. And yeah, and then... You just get a crit for no reason. Yep. <laughs> and then the next one I had was Spica, because, again, generic, easy pressure, and... Really good Amber clone. It was really good Amber clone. Probably still survive for any generic... Uh, Bermuda Triangle deck, although the only ones that top now are the Mimi Duo deck that draw out your entire deck and poke you until you lose. <laughs> so, I would, like, list things from that deck, but they're all super specific and don't really reflect on the clan as a whole. Uh-huh. And then the last one was kind of a cop-out because I couldn't think of anything, so I just wrote Shizuku because she has been retrained in almost every grade now, and... Who is Shizuku she, again? Uh, the, she was the grade 3 searcher, and then she became a grade 1 that was a grade 3 searcher. And then a grade 2 that could also search grade 3s, but gain power if you discarded a grade 3 too. Oh my god. And then now, everything in your deck gets grade plus 1 when she's on Vanguard as a grade 3. So, all your grade 3 searching can find grade 2s. Oh my oh. god. That's awesome. That is I, so weird. And then, like, if you read Shizuku's lore, she's basically, like, the main character for Mita Triangle, so... I mean, I, I haven't heard of her, or thought about her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mostly putting that down as a joke, because I didn't feel like putting anything from the Mimi Duo deck. I mean, the- If I was putting something from there, I'd probably say, like, Darling or Peace instead, because they're essential pieces for the deck to gain advantage quickly. I mean... I put Hey Yo Pineapple as one of my cards, so you, you can kind of do whatever you want. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my BT list. It was really short because there's nothing remarkable about BT right now that isn't a weird meme. That's so sad. I feel well, bad for you guys because you're always good for like two months and then you just kind of slowly decay until next summer. We didn't even get that this time. Yeah, that's true. All right, you want to talk about not good at all. Talking about Marakumo. I don't even have two cards for Marakumo. Alright, so what what I have written down here is I have nothing or Yasuie. And the only reason I have Yasuie on here at all is because he's like the main stride guy. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, if it were like four months ago, I might have written Tenma, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Tenma was like what the deck was aiming for. But with the new support coming up, I'm not even sure if I want to play be playing Tenma. I thought Genma <laughs> like, what? feeds into Tenma or something like that. No, if you if you play the Genma, right, you're using you're using resources on that turn. Oh, how are you going to have stuff for Tenma later? Like Tenma needs literally all of your resources. Oh, and that's why I don't even like playing Tenma. Is because like 
You have to sit there and do basically nothing until you get to 10. And somehow still get your opponent to 5 damage. What a shame. And the worst part is, Goma, the stride from GBT 11, doesn't even give you GB2. Because he calls yeah. one of the pieces of shit. Uh. So it's not your G-Zone. <laughs> <laughs> so the new rear guard doesn't even work on first try Goma. That's it's like, ah. <laughs> it's so awful. So yeah, I wrote Yasui A. Just, uh, just because, you know, he's the main guy. I like the... I, I don't know which one I like. I probably like the main one more. I guess I should probably have Hedon Scroll on here. Yeah. Uh, it's a Sandstringer from GBT03 or some shit. Yeah. Uh, basically, you can choose a rear guard, make two clones of it, send the Sandstringer back to deck, and, you know, you get they go they go back to deck at the end of the turn. But, you know, it's, like, pretty sweet. That's free. But Matt, that's, uh, what about dueling dragons? <laughs> that is not a, those cards do not exist. Or Shiryuki, because also those cards don't he gets exist. all the legacy support, and everybody wants more support for Shiryuki, right? <laughs> I'm still mad. <laughs> I made this joke on the disc, so somebody brought up Shiryuki, right? And I made this joke, and I said something about seasonal <coughs> people who have seasonal waifus are trash, specifically about Shiryuki, and nobody got it, and I was so mad. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like... But then somebody said, yeah, she's cool. And people were like, haha, that's so funny. And I was like, I hate all of you people. <laughs> so <laughs> like my, my joke was apparently like two, one step too deep for everyone. My God. <laughs> so not, not okay, only are you getting me the Atlas doesn't know, I'll educate territory. Atlas. A seasonal waifu Atlas I get it. is a female character that people have some kind of affection for that they change through every season of anime. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if you knew what it was. No, I knew what it was. Since you're not a weed. That's true. But <laughs> okay. So, so you have Yasuya Hidden Stroll. Is there a third one, or is it just like like what? He's <laughs> <laughs> oh. basically saying, moving on. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think Markumo even has any cards that are even worth mentioning. Kadi Majishi. <laughs> no. Uh, the new grade two guy. I like the new grade two guy actually. The one that uh, when your Yasuo Vanguard doesn't hit, he gets plus nine, k- no plus seven k or some shit. Yeah, and then like and when he's targeted, he like puts himself back. That guy. Yeah. Uh, no, not the one that resands, but the other one. But yeah, the, the one uh, that like when you try and target him, he turns into two or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, what about Oboro card? I do like Oboro card, but he's not worth mentioning. He's not even really playable. <laughs> well, too late because we already mentioned him. So, well, yeah, but he's not part of the list. He can go away. He can go. Although he has the card, I remember, like if if I think of Murakumo and I think of art from Murakumo, I do think of a Boro card. Okay, so a Boro but, card then. Yeah, but he's not like a good card. Well, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> hey, yo, pineapple. That's Just... true. I did mention Osura Kaiser earlier. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Pale Moon time. Uh, first one and. This was just a matter of closing my eyes and when I think of Pale Moon. Uh, Lukie and all of her forms. Because, actually, she is what caused me to get into Great Nature. Because when BTO7 came out, I was looking for her. I bought a bunch of packs looking for her and I pulled a bunch of Great Nature stuff. And then I was like, maybe I should just try doing Great Nature. And then I loved it. So, thanks, Lukie. But, yeah. So, they turned her into a sub-clan with Silverthorns. And, uh, I got a pretty good early game, and that's kind of it. <laughs> but, 
you know, she's a neat card. Um, next one is Harry, and I'm especially happy with this one just because of, like we mentioned earlier, new Harry Stride coming to English, and that card put Pale Moon from, like, a D-minus to a B-minus, which, that's really good. One card. Alright. <laughs> what? What's so funny about that? Nothing. Okay, fine. Uh, my third one, I would say Nightmare Doll Alice, just because Nightmare Dolls are their own subclan now, but like, the first thing I thought of was Darkseid Princess. So, Darkseid Princess. <laughs> nice. Darkseid Princess is kind of what makes Harry really good. And I remember, like, mm-hmm. when they revealed that card, I'm like, I'm running this as a four of instantly. Mm-hmm. 14k on its own, and it goes into soul. Fine with me, buddy. It's coming back out. Um, Nightmare... Alice does have, like, history on her side, but Luke, I'm putting Luke Air in that camp, so fine. Uh, I don't know. I'm just happy about this new Harry stride, and I can't wait to use Pale Moon again. So I'm done. So it's gonna be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm guessing my turn? Yep. Alright. Everybody's favorite clan. Link Joker. Uh, <laughs> why did you save this one for last? <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Uh, why not, right? <laughs> so, the first thing that comes to my mind is Chaos in general. Of course. So, since the beginning of Chaos, there was Chaos Breaker Dragon, which by itself made it, made it to the meta. And actually just, like, made other decks just unplayable or hard to play with. Because they were dependent on rear guards, of course, because of the Link Joker mechanic. And then later on, we got to the Stride format, where they got Chaos Universe, where it's like, I'm going to rip a card from your hand and put it as lock and any circle that I choose. So it made it hard for clans that could have disappearing fields uh, to cope with. Because now they're going to have one front row locked. And then if they go into a second universe, they're going to lock the, the other front row. And now you can't attack from the front row anymore. So sad face. And um, now you got into Deluge and Crisis, which make Chaos even more stronger. And Deluge does two cards from hand. <laughs> and if you have four or less, yeah, four or less, it deals with damage just because. And the damage is a card that was from your hand, and it goes face down, too. Pretty insane. My God. What was oh, that? Chaos. I remember, like, Link Joker's premiered in BT-12, but it wasn't until, like, BT-13 that people were like, oh, it's the thing with the scythe. That's it. <laughs> yep. God. That f- Link Joker, in general, is just kind of the bane of my existence. Link <laughs> Joker's okay. It depends on the clan that you play. Some people don't care, some people hate it. <laughs> Part of me thinks that I play, like, Pale Moon is w- one of my main clans just because all of the stuff goes back in Souls, and there's, like, the subconscious fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Joker. Yeah. Similar to Ramblu, too. Yeah. With Hollow. Hollow. Who's your second one? Now my second one is Messiah in general. Where it started off with Alter Ego and then going into, like, Amnesty and all the many different forms. Um, it's 
one of the subclans from Lane Joker that is pretty unique compared to the other ones. Usually it's like Space Invaders. But I mean, Messiah just looks like something else. <laughs> they, they, they look like aliens to me. Yeah. But, like, but, but now instead of alien sure. space monsters, we get alien spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Spaghetti I mean, monsters, right? <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, Linchoker is definitely one of those clans where all three, like, major uh, archetypes, subclans, whatever you want to call them, are very unique from each other. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Messiahs were always kind of my favorite because it was more a combo deck than a a control deck. Yeah, I like it too because you can do multi attack. I would if I were to pick one, I would have put Amnesty just because it was the original. Like, oh god, I need this to play any Link Joker, but it's like forty dollars. No, like, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> that was a rough time. Didn't it reached like eighty to a hundred at some point because yeah. every Link Joker player needed four of it. It did, and then over time, you needed less. And then Exilus yeah. came out and you needed more. And then you needed less yeah. again. Well, yeah. no, you didn't need less between Amnesty and Exilus because those, set 5 was the next set with uh, Link Joker support. That's true. So, you could, like, Chaos could get away with less, and then I think Messiahs needed more because of Exilus, and then Chaos could use less because of Universe. Yeah. It was also that Chaos became an actual deck at that time, so now there's more than just one Link Joker deck running around. So now you got more than one deck fighting for amnesties too. Yeah, and, and then but like the thing with the amnesty is no matter what Link Joker you were, you wanted to run it just because of the mirror match in the very rare case that would happen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, hooray for yep. amnesty! And then I like how when they reprinted it, they reprinted it as a rare, but it was still hard to pull. So at first, on yeah. all these online stores, they were like a dollar because they assumed, oh, it's just a rare, right? And then they kind of <laughs> figured it out. But before that, Richard apparently bought like 40 of them. And they they, they only gave him like 10 because they figured it out before then. But just the... Damn. Yeah. Yeah. This was before Bushiro figured out the whole reprint thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad that they do this every set now. Like, they're starting to catch yeah. on. They finally realized that reprints are nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And then who's your uh, who's your third? Uh, it is Glendios. Um, mainly for the um, the anime, because they made it like the first win condition. That was besides six damage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did they do yeah. in the show with it? What are they what? What did they do in the sh- in the show with it? Well, it was the final well, boss in the show. Aside from yeah, but yeah, it was the guy who took over the I forgot his name. Started with a T. He was the one that represents Azul. Oh, Tsuneto. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Wait, no, not Isn't it the OTC player? Yeah, it is. I can't remember his name though. The or something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, he got taken over by like some lean Joker thing and. By the time where it got to the the end of the season, that's when Glendoyce uh, Glendoyce made an appearance and he just world end uh, the original guy that he was taking over, and mm-hmm. then he faced Aichi or Kai. I can't remember. He faced Aichi, and then Aichi won by conveniently revealing that Alfred also sends locked cards back to the deck, yes. not just rear guards. Yep. Just shafted him out of that victory. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It was and like, then... I've returned all my rear guards to the deck. Ha, huh, but they're all locked. Oh, yeah, it also does rear uh, lock cards, too. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. It even said, or your lock cards. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, more of a, like, kind of like a fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then later on in the stride form, in the stride era, we start seeing more of these zero damage Glendios tops and stuff like that. And people Takuda. were thinking, like, yeah, That's we're thinking we're like a Takuda. Yeah, there you go. Um, we're thinking it was like a mean deck or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it started topping. But yeah. then now, like, decks with unlockers and then uh, Messiah's being able to unlock stuff for free and all these, like, free guard restricts and resanders made Glendios, like, kind of unviable. Yeah, it's harder for them. Uh, harder for Glendios now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got for Link Joker. Oh, Link Joker. Alright. So, my last one is OTT. So, I put Sukuyomi down because... Well, she wasn't the original boss. She was, like, the first mainstay unit that Musaki was using in the anime, and then it was the one that became meta for a while. Yeah. And then I think, it, overall, it's still a really popular deck that people play, and I think while Ichikishima was relevant, it was, like, second to Battle Sisters. You know, people if not better. it was relevant, but I'm looking at recent tops in Japan, and OTT's still topping. Yeah, it still gets in there. It's just I think it loses to Kagura and Link Joker now. Yeah. Uh, and then the second card that I chose was Amaterasu because it was the original OTT boss that we had, and then she's been retrained in uh, multiple forms. So I think during Limit Break, when she got a Limit Break skill, I think she was an alternative deck to Sukiyomi with was it Coco? Yeah. Yeah, so Amaterasu Coco like kind of did a thing, and then more recently she became our thirty, our twenty-five k G guard. So she's yeah. still a staple in every OTT deck now because of being a, our only good G guard, and also being the GB eight, which we have because it's there, I guess. Oh yeah, it is a GB eight. The card's mm-hmm. good too. Yeah, and then the last card I chose was Ichikishima because oh, she made. OTT relevant single-handedly for a whole set and a half. Again, still relevant, still topping. Yeah, like it gets in there. It's not like, oh, like you know, holy shit, the walls are coming down. Relevant, but it's still relevant. That's uh, all I'm saying. I feel like it's dropping down to like tier two now, where it will get into top eight, but then ripple out before top four, where people will actually see it and consider it relevant. I think it's like tier 1.8726. Well, I don't think it's that low. <laughs> Maybe 3.12. Yeah. That, that's what you made me think of when you started saying decimal numbers. Huh? Hi. <laughs> yeah. So I think OTT kind of dropped into Tier 2 now, but Ichikishima, I think, will keep them relevant for a while, because a lot of decks are reliant on re- on G-Guards for defense now. Yeah. Alright. I guess, is it me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so last one I have a Dimension Police. And, uh, nice. the first card I chose was Die Kaiser, because this is the coolest card. 
the original Great and has the guard breaky thing that people love. That's not that doesn't make people upset at all. <laughs> and also gives a crit, which is pretty good with the guard break. Again, that doesn't make people upset at all. <laughs> it's so scary, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just you just close your eyes, put down your yes. PG, say. If you got it, you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's understand. Even worse when they have a Laurel. Like, I'm gonna put three PGs down, then he'd have to get two. Like, dude, you're just—he's gonna kill you. Just take just, it. Just, just, put, just put the one. If you have three, yeah. you like, might as well. But like, I would just—if I don't have three, I'm just gonna put one down and be like, "All right, dude, good luck." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when I have two, most of the time I was just like, "All right, one to pass." <laughs> yeah. One great three. Have fun. <laughs> Uh, the second card I have is Daisha because it's like the uh, first Great Three Dimension Police unit I believe they have in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's by uh, uh, what, what's this? What's this stupid name? Kenji. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember his full name. They 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 just call him something else. They call him Kote or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So okay. and, you know. And then it's also a Legion mate for. True ultimate Daikaiser, and yeah, you still uh, go into that as your backup plan. Yeah, there's a map where Daikaiser and Daiyusha are shaking hands, so it's like the two big, the two big baddest robots teaming up to fight whatever bullshit. And then the last card is a uh, Commander Laurel. It's a Grade One 4K from BT4, not GBT4, BT4. Uh, it says whenever your Vanguard hits, oh, what sorry, whenever your Dimension Police Vanguard hits, no. Yeah, probably. Anyway, uh, you can rest four Dimension Police Rear Guards and re-sand your Vanguard. Which is pretty good. Especially when you're a triple drive. And especially when you have guard break. <laughs> especially when your opponent's you first strike guard. A die hawk and... Or especially when your opponent's grade two. <laughs> Damn. I've won a lot of games at grade one with just Laurel, actually. Really? Yeah. Like, I was just like, crit on grade one, re-sand, crit again. <laughs> 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 you sick bastard! <laughs> Sometimes you just throw down your throw your hand on the table, man. Just go for it. Yeah. Jesus, dude. Yeah, man. Oh man, Dykeiser, Dyusha, and Laurel. That's like, yeah, and like L- Laurel is, ar- I think, arguably holding the clan down. Probably true. Uh they, I mean, they, they, it just makes it so they can't print a bunch of dumb bullshit. Yeah, like they can for other clans. It's a shame. Whatever. All right. But uh, what? they should be less afraid since DP is like actual dog shit right now. <laughs> yeah, even with um, with Diehawk. All right. Lastly, for me, we have Great Nature. So, number one, with all the bullets, we have Crayon Tiger. Which is arguably, aside from Speaker, the last surviving Amber clone in every single Great Nature deck ever. <laughs> so, this is pretty much the only thing keeping the clan halfway decent, unfortunately. And every other card that has been, like, super relevant has mimicked the effect in one way or another. Those being Tuskmaster and the new Blue Belly. Um, the fact that you can get. <laughs> a restand and a, uh, a life insurance out of it is just so freaking good. And you can't not run it at less than four. And why the hell didn't Bushi reprint, uh, reprint this in the zoo booster? Can anyone answer that for me? 
I think they just desperately want you to stop playing it. Yeah, but just because they want us to stop playing it, that, that doesn't mean it's not good, you know? Like, the only way to get people to stop playing is to, is to make it obsolete, unfortunately. Or to ban it yeah. or something. But Which yeah. they've done for almost every other Amber clone, except Crayon Tiger. Yeah. Yep. Well, they got... They think they resolve it by putting it all in grade 3s instead. Not Well, no, you just run it alongside Crayon Tiger. Right. Exactly. You know? and yep. like, also, Great Nature needs to call grade ones anyway, because they mostly replace themselves. Yeah, and also, so, yeah, and all, all, all your grade ones are life insurance things that become vanilla after, so you don't care what they're there for after, so you're like, fuck it. It's fine. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do like that the new Blue Belly has the success ability so that I can do crazy shit with Lesser Rider, but, like, you know, the fact that Crayon Tiger's got the life insurance thing on it is just too good. So good. Uh, the second one, I would say Big Belly, but there are so many freaking pandas that, like, I'm just gonna say all the pandas. Like, <laughs> with... panda. <laughs> Little Belly, Pond Belly, Mini Belly, Big Belly, Other Big Belly, Big Belly, Stride, Gray Belly. It's just, it's too much. Hey, one of my entries was some seal dragon thing, so no one's going to blame you for that. Fine, but like, it, honestly, I'm not even that big into pandas, but just like, that's the great nature archetype that I like playing the most, and it's just because of the play <laughs> style. Like, great nature could just be the toilet archetype from Buddy Fight. I would still play it. I just like the way it plays. Um... <laughs> And, like, I'm kind of sad that I got all the SP packs for Great Nature, but now with Blue Belly, I don't need to use the old Big Belly anymore, so it's, like, uh, what a shame. I think Big Belly... It happens. Yeah, Big Belly has the, the award for, uh, the like, one of the worst stride skills in the game, I think, behind the original Yasuya. Uh Well, the original Yasuya kind of does something. I would... Put things like original Sharhat or original Thavas. Original Thavas, right? Still is actual dog shit. People forget about it, and I don't even think it matters. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, oh, would, you, would killing that thing have helped you? No. Okay. Yeah. I consistently oh, yeah, forget about it, and it like yeah. rarely ever affected the game. Decks now can just generate so much advantage yeah. that that retirement doesn't. Hurt sometimes for certain decks. It depends. Well, on like deck. one that you don't really have enough control over. Yeah. Right. Like I, this I mean, is right, not enough it, to it be significant. Free, so you're like whatever, but still. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I was gonna say with your SPs, um, Atlas. Yeah. Where you said they're useless now, basically. No, 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 not all of them. So like the Sage Saint Big Belly, he's at two, which is like kind of useless. Shellmaster, yeah. I thought was completely obsolete. Because they have the new, like, Big Belly-specific PG. But it's Mm -hmm. still around thanks to my third one, which is Chat Noir. The break ride where they just made a sub-clan around him because fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. Screw it. We're going to make it so you can break ride and then put put the break ride effect on your stride. And it's a cat. And then now you have a Sunshine Vert clone. Yeah, exactly. And Yeah. you You know what? Yeah. So I think it was one of the better break rides back in the day, too. And then especially with Crayon Tiger and all that stuff, it's so crazy, and I love it. But yeah, so for SPs, like, Mini Belly is still relevant. The Teacher's Cane of Affection Big Belly, I run it one in my current build, with Blue Belly and Talented Rhino. But like, mm-hmm. 
you know, that's gone. Sage Saints at two. Shellmaster's an honorary professor now. Like, just basically my whole SP pack got ripped apart. <laughs> oh, shit. Because I was just going to say, like, I have four SP Tabas, grade threes, and I'm not going to use all four anymore either because of the new Tabas. Yeah. I mean, like, the no, but, like, the original Big Valley is just gone. <laughs> That's true. Yours is yeah. worse. <laughs> gone, Geo. I have these two SGR Wailing Tabases that are going to be very shiny flip fodder for Alexandros. Yeah. <laughs> I think you still play one, though, at least. Mm. Uh, Jaime, is there anything you want to plug? Oh. Uh, yeah, I can plug in my channel. Go for it. I am one who gets crits, Commander Jaime on YouTube. I put up deck profiles, combo videos, um, some CFA stuff, whatever comes to mind. Um, I also am a contributor to the Force of the Ocean blog, and that's on wordpress.forceoftheocean.com. Yeah, but you can find us at Nexus at night. You can find me at Atlas Novak or at thegiantawkwardbear.wordpress.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Wiggums, W-I-2-G-2-Z. I'm on Proof Discord. I'm on the unofficial subreddit. Uh, the unofficial not subreddit Discord. I don't even know if there's a link to it, actually. So, no, I'm not there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Plasma Eclipse on Twitter or at lightningfish.wordpress.com. I'm also on Bruce Discord. Yay. Um, oh, man. So we hope you enjoyed uh, the, these plans in a nutshell. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Rupier. And I'm Jaime. And have a good night, everyone. take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast uh i also recommend sharing it with your friends family anybody who likes vanguard uh you can find us on soundcloud or on your podcast app that little purple thing that goes in the folder that of the stuff you can't delete like stocks who uses stocks anyway you can also tweet me atlas novak so at a-t-l-a-s-n-o-v-a-c-k you can also tweet at nexus at night n-e-x-u-s-a-t-n-i-g-h-t or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff. <laughs>